hidden gems throughout America. That's what we've been exploring the last couple of weeks. This is from loveexploring.com. It's an article entitled Alternative America, 101 Lesser Visited Places Everyone Should See. Well, man, there's some really cool ones on this. Today I wanted to go over a few other ones. Have you been to San Francisco lately? I've been there a few times with the family, uh, and, uh, with a friend of mine. And Pier 39 is always the place that everyone likes to go to. A lot of wonderful food, great entertainment. But Pier 7 is suggested in this article. Matter of fact, there's a view of the Transamerica Tower. You remember that big pyramid-shaped Transamerica building? Well, you can see it right there from Pier 7. But what really intrigued me in addition to that is there's a restaurant there opened in 1969 called the Waterfront Restaurant. And it's supposed to be really, really good for seafood. I haven't hit this one yet. I've been by the... Uh, Transamerica building several times. You've probably been by it too as you drive through the city. But to see that view and to be able to have an alternative to Pier 39 seems like a great op great opportunity. Uh, let's go to number two. This one is called, if I'm pronouncing it right, Kinzua Bridge Skywalk in Pennsylvania. So you've been to Grand Canyon perhaps, or if you haven't, it's pretty, mis well, it's beautiful. It's, it's pretty hot no matter what time of year you go. But this one is, it used to be a train, I guess it was the highest at one point, um, it was the world's tallest section of railroad. That's pretty cool claim to fame. But now there was a there's a tornado that hit it in 2003. So it's a head spinning lookout tower is what they call it. But it's a it's an observation tower. And I'm trying to I don't know exactly how close it is to Pittsburgh or Philadelphia or such. But it looks like from the view, I mean, 301 feet up, and it's towers over all these trees beneath it. That would be really cool if it's not too far out of the way. But even if it's out of the way might be worth it. There's a uh, crater of diamond state park in Arkan or Arkansas. One of the most fascinating is it says it's a called the crater of diamonds. It's a volcanic uh, crater of diamond park and it's 911 acres. And it says it's one of the few places in the world where you can dig for diamonds. I've, uh, have you ever done that uh, where you, you grab like a pan and you pan for diamonds, maybe in uh, old Sacramento uh, or maybe a, just like a, a some kind of a fun activity or something like that. I've I've kind of panned for a let. Well, not really for diamonds. It's more panning for gold, I guess. But this is where you're digging for diamonds. Pretty cool. Uh, it says that uh, it's kind of jewel hunting, and you could look for things like uh, Amherst quartz, uh, white diamonds, yellow diamonds, brown diamonds. Uh, one time up in in a part of New York, I looked for certain types of, uh, I guess, rock diamonds, if I remember correctly. And it was really cool. They, I don't know how much they're worth or whatever, but just, I don't know, kind of jewel hunting is fun. How about the Presidio Sculpture Trail in San Francisco? Back to San Francisco we go. This one is kind of, a, they, they liken it to, it's San Francisco's answer to Central Park in New York City there in the West End. Uh, it's supposed to be three miles long. It's our hiking loop. And there's the wood line, 1,200-foot trail. Uh, with, yeah, let's see, oh my goodness, branches zigzagging through the forest. Uh, this one, just a bunch of trees in San Francisco. And you you and I, when we think of San Francisco, we often think of the the, the roads, the trolleys, just the, a lot of the yeah, combustion or the congestion inside the city, hopefully no combustion. And uh, this gives you kind of an outlet to go out and play. Similarly, near the uh, uh, the Golden Gate Bridge, if you go kind of underneath it and, and there's some parks and different things that kind of get you away from the crowds as well. This one made me think of a brother-in-law. It's called Carhenge, Nebraska. Yes, Carhenge. Uh, it's kind of like Stonehenge. 
Uh, this one's Carhenge, Nebraska. What happened is a gentleman named, uh, he had an interesting name here. Uh, let's see. Jim Rain, Reindeers or Re Reindeer. <laughs> um, interesting name enough, but he came up with uh, 39 cars painted gray and stacked together to mere England Stonehenge. So they literally, it's the same dimensions and everything as Stonehenge, but they're made out of cars. And you can tell, oh, that's an old 55 truck or something like that. And I think uh, actually here to the left, I'm seeing a Gremlin from the 80s, uh, the, those cars. I think AMC made those, but definitely want to check that out. Uh, how about this one, Ice Castles? And it's uh, this one talks about Utah and others. It's Midway, the town of Midway, several years ago, perhaps 10 years ago, came up with kind of just a for a few months of the year when it was cold enough, these ice castles that were cool to go into. But then they coupled them with lights and then music. And then pretty soon it became an all-out event. Uh, my wife and I and our family, we've gone a couple times. Probably not enough because they're really fun. And uh, I think with the advent or the onslaught of uh, the frozen music and, and uh, frozen movie and such, musical this became even more popular to go to and there's i guess more than one ice castle but the one we think of is in midway utah and the only challenge is making sure you're, that it's cold enough to go because if it's not cold enough then it melts and it's not nearly as fun another one city hall subway station in new york city now you're familiar with grand central terminal it's been in a lot of movies and tv shows and such and grand central is pretty robust it's dynamic it's uh almost claustrophobic sometimes when you go in there there's so much so many crowds but this uh this one the city hall subway station actually opened in 1904 and by 1945 it was closed and you can go in it's it, i'm trying to describe what it looks like it's kind of a gold it reminds me a little bit of the sydney opera house you know the the kind of the the, the vaulted ceilings um uh, gold you know that bright gold look to it and such just looks really beautiful and for me i i want to just look at it because it looks like an architectural uh, masterpiece uh, there's another one called uh, another place body or Bodie, california if you've been there you probably know how to say it better than me it's an old gold mining town and it was the peak was in 1870s and the picture shows like this rusted out car and all these old homes uh that mirror the gold the I guess the copper ground around it like this has like this copper around it. Just beautiful. Um, and it said that uh, a mine collapsed uh, in 1870. By 1881, the, sub the supply had dried up and miners sought after fortune elsewhere. So they kind of just left the town there. Uh, but you can explore year round is what it says. So um, whiz around the town by snowmobile in winter or wander between the wood panel houses on foot in summer. Oh my goodness, a snowmobile tour of a ghost town. That sounds awesome. Well, I hope you have an opportunity to go visit some uh, really cool places. And even if they're off the beaten path, or especially if they're off the, off the beaten path, bon voyage.